bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Lieutenant Liam Nelson. This is Johnny, and I'm playing Christopher Rubes. This is Jeff, and I'm playing James Casaval. And this is Jeremy, and I'm playing Lieutenant Tom Ruse. And I'm Jordan, and I am the GM of this game. And yes, you are listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Again, we are doing another one of our um, side episodes that focus on what happened to the rest of Consiglio from the attack or accident. I'm not exactly sure how to term it. But Experience. Attack accident. At the aqua rail. Alright. That's a new one. So... If you all remember previously, uh, from a few episodes ago, the the main the main party, the guy, the the people that were actually following on a regular <laughs> basis, they were investigating potential fire drakes contacts within the army. No, not not the fire drakes. They were looking for potential recruits for the healing hands. We don't know. We we don't because there were some back and forth where. Actually, who was recruiting who? Right. Um, because there's a whole Qatari thing that we haven't resolved yet. Yeah. Never know exactly yeah. who, what's going on. But anyway, <clears throat> Warrant Officer Third Class Prom Delby was one of the individuals that the party had a discussion with. And he was the one who first brought up this idea of GX35 being missing. And, of course, that actually had later major repercussions for the storyline. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Lieutenants Liam Nelson, James Cazavell, Christopher Rove, and Tom Ruse are a team of military investigators <laughs> slash action movie heroes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <I'm talking> about. <laughs> Who are actually going to be investigating the GX-35 and also looking into Crom Dolby's involvement with that. So, how do you guys want to start this hour off? Ideally, we'd have a briefing from our officer to tell us what right? exactly well, we're working on. <laughs> we were. This is probably well into the investigation already. So we. <clears throat> so I'm imagining that the investigation has been ongoing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there there has been the explosion. Oh, so we're picking up after. So you're or... picking up after the explosion. Oh, like immediately after. Immediately after the explosion. All right, so, yeah, we would, I guess, be in the middle of the night, be getting called in. Yeah. All of your phones are ringing off the hook. You're called into the military police investigation place, police headquarters, (laughs) HQ. I started off the the notes with investigators investigating the investigation of (laughs) crime. So, at the investigation place. You can tell we're having fun already. <laughs> and believe it or not, this is not late at night. No, it's early in the morning. Early in the morning. 
We thought we would change things up in sleep before we came over. Well, some of us did. Jeff didn't. I did not. That's why I got I didn't either, a lot of coffee. That's not, that's not that's unusual, not unusual <laughs> for you. It's not unusual to be sleep deprived. So you all are meeting with your your section chief. We'll go ahead and follow the same rubric for the naming situation. Oh, gosh. Christopher Walton. <laughs> so um, we'll go ahead and say Major Walton. Just came Walton in. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> it was sitting right there. Then you just come walking in. <laughs> had the waltz all over it. He walks with a distinctly three-four time. <laughs> he comes in in. I would imagine that you are all in the briefing room. There's a, there's a conference room table. He has a, a stack of papers that he drops onto the table. Lieutenant Ruse stands up, salutes, and says, For the council! 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 Everybody take your seats! Alright, so this is what we know happened. He, he lists off the time and, and details of the explosion, where it happened in the city... He, he wraps up by saying, we believe that this is in, con- in connection with our ongoing investigation to see what happened to the GX-35 that has gone missing. We believe that this is something that might be connected, and uh, we think that there might have been a mole within the military who might have taken it. This is what we're going off of. Reasonable assumption, there's not a lot of explosives floating around the city. There's a big explosion. Point A, point B, it's a short walk. You all know the drill. Any questions? Yes, sir. Uh, the primary person of interest that you have listed here, this Crom Delby, do we have any information on his family? We know that he's married. Uh, we know that he has two small children. He is an only child. No, no family connections. And we also know that he has not spoken to his parents in quite a while. So he is originally from Greenhaven. Thank you, sir. Any other questions? Out of character. How long had he been out of service when he talked to Chime? He's been out of service for a year, but he's been he was working as a contractor because of his um his munitions background. He was one of the primary handlers for this kind of stuff. If I remember he was trying he was trying to get a job with the Department of Tenement Employees. Yes. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to work for the Department of Tenement Implosions? <laughs> Personally, my dream job. So. <laughs> In real life. Out, out of game. Out of game. It's his dream job. So, out of game, my brain is not coming up with any kind of questions. Okay. In game, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Does that sound like real life? <laughs> that's the, no, that's the perfect sign of a lieutenant. Sweet. <laughs> It's good. Uh, it's good that we have an actual fact checker here with us, <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Nelson. What was your area of investigation before the incident? Before the incident, I was actually investigating his previous work contacts. Okay, Lieutenant Ruse. Yes, sir. What line of inquiry were you following? I'd just been brought on to the case about a week ago, so I've been doing a lot of reading of reports and to back up some of the family information. His wife's name is Martha. His small children, they're actually twins. Twin girls, Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> so you were following up on that family information and just learning about the case, essentially. Uh, yes, sir. Lieutenant Rove. So I was personally uh, 
trying to figure out how it was taken from the base itself. Okay. Sounds good. The GX-35 was acquired and managed to go off base without anybody noticing. What have you found so far? So far, it's uh, come down to a severe lack of people paying attention to their paperwork. You're saying that things got lost because the the records weren't kept properly. Yes. <laughs> That's the uh, primary ease of the disappearance. Okay. And Lieutenant Cazaville. I have been brought on because I am a specialist in the composition of GX-35. I've been studying it since I could understand the science of explosives. Okay. Are you interested in all explosives? or All is... explosives, but the more powerful, the more interesting. So GX-35 is up there at the top. But because it's not a direct primary use, isn't necessarily for explosive reasons. It's more of a weapon. Yeah, but only for specific instances that require complete destruction. So this is kind of a salting the earth kind of weapon. Yeah, when it's properly weaponized. Major Walton, he says, you all have 72 hours to make an arrest in this case. Obviously, Delby is our point of interest, but if you find anything else, be sure to act upon it with prejudice. The council is asking a lot of questions. And they want answers immediately. For the council. For the council. For the council. Where would you all like to begin? Go pick up prom. Yeah, personally, <laughs> pick up Delby here and okay, take him in for questioning. Okay, now out of game. Out of we, game. We are establishing more and more that <laughs> when it comes to things of the council. They do some pretty dastardly things. Does that extend to the military as well? Or is it is the military like the council's primary instrument? Or is there like this... Oh, is there another level almost? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is like the military, oh, this is like... The public. Ooh. The public, like everybody needs a military. Or is, So we have established that the council will place people in specific roles that are not military. Which right. strikes of the secret police. So, so you're ask, acting, asking if there's a Section 31. Would the military be doing some of these dastardly deeds, or will the military not be viewed as like corrupt and bad? Because I see about handling the situation, like literally yeah. just going and breaking down the door and black bagging everybody. Or, or saying, <laughs> uh, two lieutenants go to pick up Crom, let's go to the two lieutenants pick up his kids at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's, <laughs> and if we don't find Crom, we have his kids. Correct. I've always imagined that that the military is the forward leaning, but they don't clean. do as much. But it's yeah. cleaner. They well, don't do the, the parts stuff. that other people see. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. So we would, if we're going to do that, we would not do it in uniform. My my experience with military intelligence, they typically wear suits. They're not green suiters. Sam's unit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So there's a special unit for those type of things. Exactly. Yeah. Which we would not be. So do we all just want to go together to go to Crumb's place? Mm-hmm. You want to question him there or you want to bring him back to... We need to bring him back. Yeah. Okay, here's a question about GX-35. Is there any way to uh, detect trace elements of it? I would imagine yes. You're the expert. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and make me a demolitions roll of 4D. Okay, so there are some cutting-edge 
research techniques because originally GX35 was developed to be non-traceable. And then they realized, oh, that's a horrible idea. And <laughs> they started adding sync to it. Like they didn't guess. Natural guess. Yeah. And so so the, the, what are the ways that they have to trace the GX35? It's a compound that is only detectable with solutions. It does not affect the composition of the GX35 at all. It's just like a surface layer. So it's kind of like you do a swab and it'll change colors. Yes, a swab and it'll change colors. Gotcha. How long does that last? The residue? Up to a month. We don't want this getting away clean. Well, also, I would imagine <laughs> that GX35 is something that's seeded in locations and then blown up at specific times. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, like, you can you can go to Centaro and, and lace a whole bunch of public buildings with it. And then when you want to detonate it. But it will react to violent heat, as evidenced by the explosion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can bring them in and still do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like you could, you could split one, three, yeah. two, two. We should probably make sure also that wife and kids are not in the house. The explosion just happened, so imagine the entire city's on lockdown. Oh. Are we all common? Yes. Okay. So, do we want to go try to roll them up? I mean, pick them up? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a black cough bag just ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Go ahead and describe to me where where Del the Delby family lives. Hmm. Yeah, we so. met at the uh, Park to Everlasting Success. So, I imagine he wouldn't be too far from no. So we'll say that he lives in the um, northeast quadrant, but he lives close to the inner rings. Okay. Okay. The Aqua Rail. So it would be actually a nicer, nicer house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, warrant officers don't make bad scratch. So you all roll up. How how do you want to do this? So sirens blaring or? I think sirens blaring just because you know the city is in oh, a yeah. state of emergency at the moment. What we're what. At the most, five so, hours from the explosion? Right. Yes, there would be a lockdown, but remember, there are very limited vehicles. vehicles. Yes, there are. So easy. there shouldn't be a whole lot of people on the streets. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's not like, so sirens are going to be a little... So it's going to be like fire trucks and... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no need for sirens. Yeah. Having said that, everybody in the family should be there. Yes. Uh -huh. Driving along in my automobile. <laughs> so are, are, are you driving then? I'm not driving. <laughs> I think as the junior person yeah. on the team, Lieutenant Ruse. Yeah, he's driving. Sounds good. Yeah. So who wants to knock on the door? The old guy. He'll take it. Okay. Is anyone home? We're here with the uh, military police. Like checking, listening, yeah. and watching. It seems like um, one of the windows uh, in the like the top left. You can see, like, a, the fluttering of a curtain. We're looking for Warrant Officer Delby. We need his assistance. No response. I'm going to go around that. I'm just going to try the doorknob. Doorknob is locked? You're, yeah. I'm walking around to the okay. back. This is a townhouse situation? Yeah. Are they middle? So, or? Yeah, they're in the middle. No, so I'm walking. Briskly. <laughs> no. I'm sprinting. Okay. You know it's going to be a good scene now. <laughs> it takes you. You're sprinting. <laughs> the more you run, the better movie it is. 
go, oh go, go ahead and give me a 3D running roll. Come on. <laughs> That's not bad. No. This is actually Fourteen. Real movie physics. The more he runs, the more he can run. <laughs> And the more explosions happen behind him. Yes. Yep. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> well, I am the specialist. All right. So fourteen. I for, can get a for, for sprinting. <laughs> okay. So you, it's going to take you like a, a few turns to get around. Um, while you're getting around to the other side of the building, we'll go ahead and transition back to the other guys. What do you want to do? Then we're gonna give warning. Yeah. Give warning that we're coming in. Yeah. Do you have anything to like blow the door open? Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> so we just try to kick it open. Okay. Go ahead and make me I, I'm assuming that Liam is the one who's doing the kicking. Of course. Um, <laughs> a 2D plus two physique skill. <laughs> we don't have a battery ramp in the van. Seven. The door seems pretty sturdy, like it's Burn been with... reinforced. I got something. He's got a little wad of like uh, plastique. Okay. Red and blue gum, fold in half, stick it on there. <laughs> Can I get a stick of that? <laughs> Just don't chew it. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> hey, this wild die. It wasn't the wild die. <laughs> you got four. <laughs> Five. Five. Five? Oh. Yeah. Hey, it's not the new die. No. Yeah. The new die was not a one. It was the only one that was not a one. By the way, thank you very much to Jeremy. He went out and he got everybody a, a brick of uh, Chessex D6s. Mm-hmm. So we're all enjoying our new our new rollers. Yes. Indeed. I tested them all with one roll. I grabbed the one that the only one that was a six. All the rest were ones. <laughs> <laughs> so Unfortunately, it must have been a bad batch. <laughs> Dang, another there's a, dud. There's a bit of there's a lot of smoke. Yes, you made this one up yourself, but very you? little yeah. boom. Tom, you're able to get around. You're, you might be a little shorter than everybody else, but you're able to run pretty well. <laughs> Less air resistance. You can see a family coming out of the back door, and they're they're trying to get into a vehicle. A vehicle. Yes. They have a vehicle. That's a good question. And reinforced doors. So Tom is going to pull out his pistol. Okay. And shout pretty loudly. Try hopefully the noise makes it yeah, over top say, of the can house. We hear the- Warnoster, Delby, freeze! All of you, hold it right there. Can we hear him? Go ahead and make me a perception three D plus two. Ooh. All of us. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Anybody who wants to hear? I heard. Oh, Johnny oh, heard. Holy shit! Oh, oh. Super hearing! <laughs> wow! Wow! From Christopher Rove, super hearing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, just so everybody knows, I rolled three exploding sixes. Four exploding sixes. No, three of them are exploding. <laughs> I'm done! Yeah. I'm done! Oh, I'm, I'm glad we did this. <laughs> 30, 31? 31. That is a heroic level roll. roll. I heard. Yes, yes. You heard all the things. You heard the crickets five blocks away. Hey, guys, uh, they're around back. 
so how long have we been working together? Um, you two and weeks? I, two weeks? <laughs> no, me. Oh, yeah. me. You and I have probably been working together since the beginning of this investigation. So, so, so am six, I familiar with your, like... What? <laughs> <laughs> the ears of the bat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably I've probably like whispered something behind your back, and you've heard it. Or... I heard that. How? It wasn't even noise. I mouthed it. I heard that still. So, oh wait, plus two, thirty-three. <laughs> I rolled a twelve. You heard some muffled yelling, but not nearly as crisp as. Uh... <laughs> As Mr. Ro- Ro- Rove. All right. So I got to center myself. Um, <laughs> they, When you yell, they're they're not stopping. They're actually... So they're actually at the vehicle already. Yeah. They're, they were... So they're like, they're walking through the, the back garden. And, they, and you come around the corner and you yell your spiel. He's like, go, 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 go. And, they, and he starts hurrying them into the car. Or right. into the vehicle. Um, yeah. I was, I was going to hop in the vehicle and like swarm around the end. Oh, yeah, because we don't... The kids are getting on the right side. I'm going to try to shoot out the tire on the left side. So if I miss, I'm not going to shoot chumps. (laughs) Well, you're a rather compassionate soldier. (laughs) You're definitely a rookie. (laughs) I'm I'm shooting the door. The lock. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make me a 3D plus 1. For both? Marksmanship roll. Yeah. For both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 17 to shoot the lock. 14. That's my magic number today. Oh, you shoot the lock. We'll say that you're, you you managed to hit the vehicle, but it's the bumper right above the tire. Now I'm kicking the door after I shot the lock. Okay. Which actually means Crom would actually have to go around to the other right. other side, which is going to take him longer to get in the vehicle. I'm going to try and shoot him in the leg. You want to shoot Crom in the leg? Yes. Okay. Before you do that, <clears throat> you got a seven to kick the door. Okay. Uh, since you were able to successfully shoot the lock, then it, you're able to get in. What are you doing, uh, Liam? I, as soon as he said that they're around back, I'm going to try to take off and try to get around to the back as well. Okay. Go ahead and make me a running roll. Three deep. Six, nine. You're running about the same speed. <laughs> <laughs> I run about as fast as I walk. <laughs> No, same speed as him. But, oh, okay. But he... he say, it looks like faster because my legs are moving faster. Cause I <laughs> Make for less distance. And uh, James, what are you What are you doing? I'm going to run to the vehicle and try and swing around the backside. Make a barricade so they can't... So they can't go. Go ahead and make me a coordination roll at 3D plus 1. 3D plus 1. Uh, 16, 17. 17. Okay. So your, your military vehicle training has kicked in. Yay. Um, because I'm sure that you've all had urban warf- warfare oh, I'm sure. vehicle training and all that. Since, so. you know, all the cities are inside domes. So you're able to do a quick quick hairpin U-turn in the street, mm. um, which is pretty easy because it's pretty empty right now. You do see some lights turning on, people just looking out around curfew shades. You're able to peel around and to get the one end of the alleyway blocked off. Mm-hmm. So now you want to shoot Delby in the leg. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and... 3D, 3D plus, plus 3D one. 3D plus 1. Yeah, correct. Oh! Ah! oh gosh! <laughs> you actually shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> I got th- a 3. 
Uh, well, yeah, your your training is still fresh, um, <laughs> but that means that the nerves are high. So Delby has been like it was like behind everybody, and his his wife actually dropped a bag, and went to pick it up, and you actually drilled her right inside. So you didn't shoot somebody. Okay. <laughs> is it is it a flesh wound, or is it like? Detrimental. Was she down for the count? Oh no! It's medical medical services needed. It's okay because these aren't Odd. our regular characters. Even we don't care if they die. <laughs> no, we are going to die. We, we already know that. <laughs> yeah. When we fail, we will be ushered into death. Yeah. Yes. For the council. <laughs> for the council. It, it, it is not a flesh wound. It is a, a little bit more grave. It's, it looks like it's hit her like in the kidney area. Mm-hmm. Her guts are just spilling out of the tiny little hole. <laughs> it wasn't a forty-four magnum. My goodness! He said tiny little hole. <laughs> High pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know she's not a common. Ooh, yeah. From Delby's file, is he a common? Is he? He's an innate. Whose ability is that bullets bend around him? Oh, was that in his file? Though? That should have been in his file. If it had ever so, been tested, if he knows about it, even maybe he just thinks he's like because that's a passive thing. Lucky. Yeah, we might. So know. we might just think is he's in his file as a common. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I can deal with that. Yeah. Does that go to like all projectiles? Oh, it would have to go to like all fast moving. So, like, rockets would be like, Mew, around him. He should have known in elementary school when he was always winning at dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. See, and that's how fast does it have to be. Yeah, that's true. So, because otherwise he'd never be able to catch anything. <laughs> Here, catch. Everybody just assumes he's Butterfingers. Like, he's... We're getting way too into this. <laughs> I suddenly like. I really like this guy now. Oh, yeah, I do too. Let's not kill him. <laughs> so while his wife is bleeding out, we're going to go ahead and stop the, and take a quick break. Phil, as you round the corner of the dungeon, you see a pedestal rise up from the ground. On it is a green glowing potion pulsating with its own light. I roll to drink the potion. You don't even need to roll. You pull out the stopper, quaff it quickly, and discover that you're listening to Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast where we become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Oh, shit. Where's my save versus poison? No, 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 no. This is a good thing. Now you're getting all the knowledge of people who love speculative fiction, talking about authors like Kelly Link, Jack Vance, Rudyard Kipling, and, of course, our... Our favorite, Gene Wolfe. Well, this character's a bust. I should just trouble up this sheet right now. Phil, we're supposed to be promoting the show at alzabosoup.libsyn.com. All right, I'm rolling a dwarf. Or wherever fine podcasts are listened to. <laughs> All right, and we're back. So Delby, Delby's wife has just been shot by Tom Ruse, the rookie. Um, Rove is running through the house. Liam Nelson is running around the corner. And then James Cazavell is doing uh, some, some auto-mechanical blockage. Dolby, like, as soon as his wife gets hit and she lets out a scream and goes to the ground, right? And he stops and he's like, 
what did you do? He's like, honey, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And he's like, pulls off like the jacket he's wearing and he like falls it up and is like jamming it into her side, trying to stop the bleeding. Martha, Martha, you guys shot Martha. Martha, <laughs> how do you know the name? <laughs> <laughs> So he's not even paying any attention to you all at this point. Oh, he's good. Just that means angry. we can arrest him easier. Yeah. So am I still the only one back there? Uh, the no, moment? he's he's come up like right behind you, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> old man. Have you? Yeah, it shouldn't take me too long to get back there. No, no, you're the house, you're coming so. through the house. So you're you're just as you shoot and Martha gets hit, then Christopher, Christopher comes through the through the door. Put the gun away, rookie. He's down. Uh, he's not down. Look at him. He's down. He's not going anywhere. The kid's in the back. Can well, we get while they're inside? arguing, I'm putting him in cuffs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Way when he's in cuffs, the gun is going away, and I'm getting the kids back in. Okay. Does anybody have? Uh, does anybody want to provide like medical aid to the shot civilian, or are you going? To is call? the car coming up here yet? The car. The car is. Yeah, car is approaching. I'll put in a call for medical on the radio. We're, getting, we're all tied up when, in dealing with the emergency. So, we have two vehicles there. Yep. What yeah. do we do? Mommy! Mommy! The twin girls are just screaming from the back of the car. Get them in a headlock. Snap at them with your teeth if they try to... So, you actually, <laughs> actually, if they're in the car already... If they're so. in the car and the other van is... Our van is pulling around. Is pulling around. Yep. Uh, I'd keep them in the car. Yeah, and keep them in the car. Yeah. Keep them in the car. They're contained. We wanted to take them in anyway, so... Okay. There would be medical facility on base, which would be closer than going the hospital. To... Yeah, so him in the back of the van, throw the wife in the back of the van, and take off. And so I guess he and I will be in the van. You two can take the kids. Yeah, we'll drive with the kids, follow the van. It's not a pleasant ride in either car. I would imagine, I imagine <laughs> not. So in the van with Tom and Martha, it's very quiet. Like. She's got some strained breathing going on, like the <sighs> kind of sound to it. Doesn't sound good. He's talking to her, and you can hear like the tears in his voice. I'm applying what first aid I can in the back of the van. Okay. So yeah, it's all just yeah. as general as it can get. Yeah. For those of you driving the kids, they're asking, "What happened to mommy? Is she going to be okay?" We'll find out soon enough. Why are you even here? Why do we have to leave? Where were you leaving to? Daddy just said it wasn't safe and we had to go. Where were you going? Mom! When did he say you had to leave? After the, the, the fire thing? We had it all figured out when we get to where we're going. Uh, we're, we're getting you to a safe place. Uh, I want my mommy. You'll see her there. Okay. I know that James Casaval is frustrated that he can't be swabbing the house right now because with it reinforced doors and they're leaving in a vehicle he knows that there's something in the house oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he just needs to find it y'all get to the military clinic uh you do one drop off yeah then i'm imagining you're going back to the police station for the interrogation yeah <laughs> when we get to the the base bruce is gonna say let's get these kids into a room first before they see their father being carted in and cuffs. Okay. There's not really many facilities for kids. No. 
And it, it it's just going to be one of yeah. the holding rooms. Yep. So you put them Bear. in a holding room and you, it's like, here, color on this. And you hand them like a, a pen. A pen. <laughs> and, just, and a legal pen. Yeah. 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 Want some coffee? <laughs> What's a seven year old girl's drink in a police station? Three day old stale donuts. <laughs> Russell up a box of like three month old uh, stale fortune cookies from the Capitalist Choice. <laughs> <laughs> you can snack on these. Uh-huh. <laughs> You open up the fortune cookies. They one of them says for the council. <laughs> no, all of all them, them end in for the council. Your fortune, and then for the council. Yes. <laughs> you will do great things in the coming weeks for, for the, the council. council. <laughs> your friends will always be by your side for, for the, the council. council. You will receive great counsel for, for the, the council. council. <laughs> Gosh, fortune cookies just got a lot darker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, so you're going back to uh Swab. I'm swabbing surfaces at the house. Come on, rookie. You're gonna What's help me name? swab things. Yes, you and I are doing questioning. Okay. Alright. So let's go ahead and deal with um the forensics. We're gonna go ahead and have you make a uh, investigation roll. 3D plus two to poke around. It'd be the same. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> 15. Plus what? Plus two? Yes, plus two. Well, so go ahead and describe the house to me. Like, like, what does it look like when you go in? Well, there's a broken door. <laughs> <laughs> the door's been shot. It looks pretty neat. Very orderly. With the exception of a desk. Like, it looks to be like in a study. It's so, like the, all the drawers are out mm-hmm. in the desk. There's random papers that are on the desk and on the floor around it. Okay. Oh, stuff's been taken out of there. When we left the place, did we leave? The door hanging open, yes. With no guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're such but, bright I mean, people. It's been, <laughs> right. It was been, what, ten minutes yeah, since and we, we left and they came back? And we uh, really didn't. You know, we expected it to be a simple, Yeah. come with us, please. So, so I'm going to further investigate that. <laughs> okay. The desk. All right. Five, Eleven. I'm actually going to look... Specifically for like hidden doors. Okay. Plus two. <laughs> Ten. It seems like there's a trail of, of papers away from the desk. Like somebody grabbed the uh, stuff and they were trying to walk away and like a, a few sheaths fell. Okay. It seems like there was a, a panel at the back of one of the of the drawers. Uh Lieutenant Casival, I've I've probably got something here. I go over, and there seems to be a false panel at the back of this drawer. I crack it out, pull it open. Okay. What do you find? Nothing. Okay. It looks like it had been opened and then closed. So it was actually kind of like at a funny angle, like it it wasn't put put back properly. properly. So something was in here. You want to do your lobby swabs? Yes. Okay, go ahead and make a de- demolitions roll for that. <laughs> Highly scientific. Are there, there any pluses, pluses on that? Uh, no, it's just straightforward. Yes. 16. 16. Okay, what do you find? It's not uh, the GX35. Okay. But it is uh, from a weapon. Like uh, like maybe gunpowder residue or something? Mm, yeah, just standard. It was a gun <laughs> back there. I call it in that he he had a weapon on him. And there's probably sensitive materials in 
your luggage. All right. It sounds like a, a good place to jump back to the interrogation. Where were you going? I don't know the name. Go ahead and make me a presence roll. Uh, 3D plus 1. 16. I take the Superman stance. <laughs> I was going to try and take the family as far away from the explosion as possible. We were, we were going to the north part of the quarter. Let's say it was under lockdown. You know that. You know what that means. Yes, but we were just going to take a chance anyway. Liam, are you in there as well, or are you? Is it just Christopher? So I actually, I'm watching from like the you know there's a divided room and two way mirror. Uh huh. And I have his luggage sitting on the desk okay. as I'm watching, so I'm trying to. Do we have the whole setup where I have an earpiece so you can say things Ooh. to me? Yeah. We're, we're highfalutin, fancy schmancy investigators, are we? No, no, no. <laughs> we're not. We're not I, don't think, I don't think we have no. that level of technology. Okay, so but I have a button I can speak to the whole room. You can, you can buzz yourself in and say, "Talk to him about such and such," and it's like, "Tell really... me about who does number two work for? Uh, How do you know the name?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck on it. <laughs> I can't get past it. Thank you, Jordan. Not the one who chose Martha. I was um, thinking Martha Stewart. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking through his luggage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an investigation roll. 3D plus 2. Oh. oh. Pew, pew. Hey, it wasn't Five. the new die. It was not the new die. <laughs> Five. It seems, it seems to mostly be, at least on the top level, so mostly it seems to be clothing, some food items, some, some small toys for the children. Then seeing nothing in the the luggage, uh-huh. I'm gonna I am gonna go ahead and join it in inside the room. Okay. Where were you yesterday? I was at an interview with the uh, the Department of Tenement Enclosures. What time was your interview? It was at two in the afternoon. Can anyone tell us about your whereabouts over the past four hours? Well, my wife could have. Could your children tell us where you've been over the past four hours? Them too, but, you know, they go to bed a lot earlier. Okay. I'll go have a word with your children. See, but he doesn't respond to right. me telling him that I'm going to yeah. go talk to his kids. He's, okay. just, he just, he's sitting back with his arms folded, you know, just looking at him, sullen. Being obstinate. So you, you want to go over to the to the chil- to, to Mary-Kate and Ashley? And they've written on Thanks, the... Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> they've written on the on the legal pad... The council sucks. <gasps> oh, dag. So. <laughs> Down with the council. Oh, no. Okay. First, I, I come bearing gifts. I'm, I'm going to bring suckers. Because I keep a desk drawer of candy because I'm a... Candy Yeah. You mean lollipops? I got a sweet tooth. Yeah. Lollipops. Okay. Lollipops. I got a sweet tooth, so I'm bringing... That's why you're out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so I give them each... Okay. I try to. Are they in there wailing and gnashing of teeth? They're, they they <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, they've retreated to opposite corners and are just kind of sitting there. Just it looks like they've actually might have had a fight with each other. Or I give them each a lollipop. Okay. And as I walk in, I look at the drawings on the table. Yeah. Huh. Those are uh, interesting drawings. Those are interesting drawings. Uh, Mary-Kate begins eating her lollipop. Okay. Ashley throws it back at you. 
Okay, I catch it and I unwrap it and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> so your uh, your drawings up here. Where'd you guys hear that? Who makes you think that we had to hear it from somebody? Did your dad ever say this? No. Did your mom ever say this? No. They said don't talk about the council. Why weren't you supposed to talk about the council? Because. <laughs> Obstinance. I want to go home, says Ashley. Mary Kate says, can we see mommy? I imagine you're going to be able to see your mommy real soon. And so I pick up the, the papers and I, I walk back out the door. And I come back down to the other room. You want to investigate further at the house? Okay, we can come back to that. This is like is, a hideaway place. Is, is there a basement? Yes, there is a basement. Let's go check out the basement. Let's all go check to the basement. Let's all go to the basement. Let's all go to the basement. Eleven. And find, find the murder hole. Fourteen. So you all go to the basement. There's some boxes down there, you know, no ordinary things with like memories written on them, like baby things and uh, military uniforms and see if there's stuff that's been moved. Well, one of one corner, the corner furthest away from the stairs is actually it's actually been cleared away and there's a uh, like a small table there. There's a box that says deadly explosives. <laughs> Children do not touch. <laughs> A table, chairs, um, looks like some stacks of paper. Go ahead and make an investigator roll. Oh my goodness. Wow. You investigated the crap out of that. <laughs> I did not. I got an eight. Two. I imagine that you're like, okay, rookie, this is how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You pull on some, you pull on some, you know, your, your, your gloves. You go over and you start leafing through the papers. What do you find? Honestly, nothing incriminating. Okay. Uh, just old paperwork, receipts, things like that. Same sort of stuff that was up at the desk upstairs, just older. Yeah, looks like there were files that had been gone through and emptied out. It looks like there was a spot on the desk where the dust had like built around it and the, the little box was gone and stuff like that. I see drag marks. Like, the table's been moved. Like, has it been, like, moved out and then put back? Or is it Yeah, been... moved out and put back. Okay. A repeated action sort of thing. Like, it's regularly moved. I'm going to move it to where it normally goes and search the wall behind it. Okay. Um, Go ahead and do another investigation check. Uh, 15. Okay. So you do find a, uh, what looks like a, uh, like a crawl space access panel type of thing? Mm-hmm. All right, I open that and flashlight inside. You find it kind of looks like a um, prepper stash with some like cans of food, some boxes of bullets, water in like ceramic jugs. Mm -hmm. But also, you you find letters and correspondence, like photographs. One of them is a the photograph of it's an old one from a newspaper, labeled Rednecks Rear. Some of the letters have the uh, monogram HH at the top of the stationery. A lot of it seems to be in code. All right, I pull, which... this, I pull this stuff out and hand it to the rookie and say, go through this thoroughly, and I will start swabbing the area for explosives and the like. Okay. We have no clue what it is, but I rolled a uh, 16 for swabbing. You don't find anything that would uh, would hint of, of that particular kind of bomb, but you do see 
some stuff that you, you find a journal that has uh, discussions about what, what can be done to disable proxies. While it's interesting, yeah, this this guy is obsessed with something. Yeah, it's not the GX thirty five. You wanna do you wanna call it in? Do you wanna take the stuff in? And... I'm definitely gonna take it in. Yeah, call in a real sweep team to oh. come and actually thoroughly fine tooth hair this place. Fine tooth comb. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> fine tooth hair. I imagine that this half of the table, uh, so James and Tom, they return to, to base. In the meantime. In the meantime. Before they get back to base. Okay. So how well do we know each other? We said we've been working together for, for at least a couple, couple months. months. Yeah. What is your character like? Are you straight-laced by the book? Are you... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely full for the council. You are for okay all the time for the council. He loves the fortune cookies. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. I write great fortune cookies. They're his favorite. <laughs> he collects them. He has a scrapbook of them, and also a rating so, of each counselor's choice that he goes to. Yes. <laughs> when I get back to the room after visiting with the kids, uh-huh. I, I I ask you if you'll step outside for a quick second. Okay. And I look at Delby. Found some interesting drawings in uh, down with your kids. I place them on the table so you can see them. You know what's going to happen to your children? They're just kids. I don't think the council takes this type of slander light, uh, lightly. I know of some very, very needy places. You no, know, places that th- those kids would be very welcome with, with this, this type of view. Are you threatening my children? No, I'm just letting you know that I know... I know how tough it can be to try to take care of your family, and I know of the best way you can take care of your family. What are you trying to say? Here's a confession that you stole the GX-35, and then you detonated it down on the water taxi. Sign this confession, and these documents will disappear. Go ahead and make me a persuasion roll. This needs to happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the only way we're going to live. This needs to happen. What's persuasion? Uh, we'll say it's four days. Oh, oh. oh. yeah. 11.15. You can just see him start start to, like his eyes start welling up and he's wiping away the tears. Give me the pen. There. Thank you very much. And I crumple up the balls and the, the paper and I uh, stick it in my pocket and walk out the room. We have his confession. Oh, very well. Let's take him to hold, holding. I go in, pick him up, escort him down to holding. Put him in a cell right next to uh, Chime North. <laughs> By the way, the wife's dead. <laughs> and I walk away. As I'm closing the door to the holding cell hallway for the council, I slam the door. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us on this side session of Bone Throwers Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. 
If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>